1: In a civilized and cultivated country, wild animals only continue to exist at all when preserved by sportsmen. The excellent people who protest against all hunting and consider sportsmen as the enemies of wildlife are ignorant of the fact that, in reality, the genuine sportsman is by all odds the most important factor in keeping the larger and more valuable wild creatures from total extermination. Theodore Roosevelt Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Wild Initiative Conservation Coffee Break. Today, I'm sitting down with Andrew Todd of Running Rivers and the Flyathlon. Andrew, thanks so much for hopping on the line with me today. Hey, thanks for having me. So, why don't you give me just kind of a general overview of what Running Rivers is and kind of your role within the organization? Sure. Um... So Running Rivers is a Colorado-based
2: 501c3 that was born out of our primary program, which is, uh, as you mentioned, it's the, it's called the Flyathlon, which is a play on the uh, word triathlon. Um, and what we do instead of uh, running, uh, biking, and swimming is uh, we fly fish, trail run, and drink craft beer. And so it's <laughs> it's kind of poking uh usa triathlon uh, triathlon in the eye a little bit but um so we started doing that about what six seven years ago now we held our first event out here in colorado um and initially it was just for fun it was just three things that i i put together on my own but then i realized i could potentially use it as a vehicle for conservation and for raising awareness around conservation and and raising some money to put towards uh conservation and in particular the the what we're focused on as an organization are primarily um native fisheries and in Colorado that's uh, the cutthroat trout and we have three subspecies of cup, cutthroat trout four maybe if you uh there, there was one recently discovered down in southwest Colorado but um so what we do is with the races that we put on we raise uh money through crowdfunding uh we we ask our participants to crowdfund for conservation and it it the the goal there is to get people raising money but also thinking about and and passing along the message of why cutthroat trout are important uh in in the um western US and and so that's um, that's what we use the races for. The races themselves are kind of silly. You have to you have to complete the course, which is anywhere from seven to ten miles. You have to catch a fish during the run, <laughs> and then your time is adjusted by the size and species of the fish. And after we have a huge party in the woods where everyone camps and we drink craft beer and and local whiskey and have a great time and, and tell fish stories. So that's the event side of things. Um, so we created this nonprofit to um, raise the money. And then we do some of the projects ourselves, but uh, because we're an all volunteer organization and we all have day jobs, um, we're heavily reliant on other conservation organizations, state, federal agencies to put the money to work. And then because we're giving them that money, we have the ability to, to direct what it's used for. So it's, it's not used to, stock kokanee salmon in Colorado it's used to advance Rio Grande cutthroat trout so um, that's that's our model currently and over the last what uh, six years we've been doing events we've raised almost a quarter of a million dollars using these races both in Colorado and then we've also got one race in Iowa that's kind of a um, for lack of a better uh, term a franchise of the the (laughs) flyathlon and and that's where I see it it going in the future, is people taking this idea. And so hopefully your listeners recognize that this concept is transportable to to anywhere. There's a good fishery with a trail next to it. Um, that's my hope with it, is that people will take the idea and run with it and raise unintended awareness. Unintended there? Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll raise... Uh, <laughs> will will take it and and generate um interest and and money for conserving their own backyards Um, because honestly if it can happen in iowa it can happen anywhere so
1: (laughs) i i was gonna say i'm like
2: iowa really okay Uh, it's actually it's, it's spectacular it's the driftless region which is the northeast corner of the state and so it's all groundwater fed and it's really spectacular, but uh, I had the same response, which was trout in Iowa? Really? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, right, right, okay. Uh, <laughs> so i so I created I created the flyathlon and created the um, nonprofit to house it, and so I'm currently the uh, president of Running Rivers. Uh, I have a board that's eight other people, all of whom are are you know uh, volunteers and and just cons- uh, concerned about. Conservation, and that—that's really what we're trying to do—is get people. We in Colorado, we got a ton of people who love getting outdoors, recreating, um, and what we're trying to do is turn those uh, those people who are out recreating into advocates and and um, stewards of the land. Instead of just using the land, they're taking care of the land.
1: No, that's absolutely fantastic. One of the things I I think is really cool. About what you're doing is, um, you know, I feel like a lot of the time, unless you're really specifically passionate about fishing yourself, it's, I guess, uh, fish conservation is not the sexiest of of the species. Um, it's a, I feel like it's not it. It's one thing, you know, you talk to someone about like repopulating elk, and it's you can get people really easily worked up about that um i feel like you're kind of again pun intended you're kind of swimming swimming upstream um trying to uh get get people super pumped about uh, fish conservation and it's really important and i think you're doing a fantastic job of finding a unique angle for this um and so i guess bravo for that because it's it's definitely a cool way to make it a fun, interesting, exciting sort of a thing.
2: Well, well, thanks. And and, and the the real challenge, we we have a lot of people that are passionate about trout fishing, um, but but many of them don't know that, you know, the brook trout and the rainbow trout and the brown trout are not native fish to to the state of Colorado and the Western U.S. And so they, it. it what we're trying to do is educate people that there are these native fish that, that are also out there that that can be caught that are um, equally beautiful if not more so, and are the fish that would have been here naturally. And so that's our that's our mission is to try to right now in the southern part of the Rockies, uh, these cutthroat trout subspecies are in a, a small fraction of their historic distribution. In Colorado, ours are you know roughly. to 15% of their historic distribution. And so those numbers aren't great when you think about things like climate change and what that might mean for those 10% of remaining, um, the the 10% of remaining cutthroat trout habitats. So my goal is just to boost that number and, and, and help to make sure that moving into this uncertain future, we have them in enough places that are well buffered against what's coming that they'll be on the planet um you know 100 200 300
1: years from now so that that's the goal with what we're what we're doing so are there uh what are some of the other maybe top level or more urgent issues that are facing cutthroat trout right now
2: yeah so the the, the one i mentioned um uh, the non-native uh trout are actually a big limiting factor for cutthroat trout. Cutthroat's kind of a a misnomer in that they're not terribly cutthroat. They don't compete well with uh, brook trout and brown trout, which are fall spawners. And then they can also, uh, they can actually hybridize with Rio Grande or or with uh, rainbow trout to create a cutbow. And so... (laughs) the non-native, um, element is, is big because those fish when the West was settled were brought from the East coast and from Europe and stocked everywhere. And so that's, that's one of the main reasons why we've got, um, these native fish in a, a fraction of their historic habitat. Um, other, other things that are, are, are real, a real challenge moving forward are, are things like climate change. Um, Trout, in particular, operate within a very narrow range of temperatures, and if as you get uh, air temperatures warming, um, things like wildfire burning up watersheds, uh, those those stressors can also limit cutthroat's ability and, and trout in general their ability to persist on the landscape. And so, when we're looking at potential projects with the money we, we raise, we're looking at how cold is the water now. How much could it warm and still be habitat? Um, so we're trying to be strategic about where we're putting these fish back on the landscape, so that um, down the road uh, the habitat will still be habitable. Um, trying to think what else in terms of the the threats they're facing. Um, you know, it, 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 there there's a lot of things the tra- more traditional. Uh, Issues like historic mining can limit where you've got fish, historic logging. Um, so that there's a lot of challenges these fish face. But we, we, uh, I, I think it's, I'm optimistic that we can get them in enough places that they'll be there in the long term.
1: Well, Andrew, if folks want to find running rivers in the flyathlon online, where can they do that? And what is the best way for my listeners to get involved if they're interested?
2: Uh, so we're just at uh, bo- everything you need to know about the flyathlon, including photos from the events registration for the events um, is up at running And you can link to everything there. Um, uh, tons of ways for people to get involved if they want to come out and, and uh, participate in an event. There's two in, in Colorado, one in August, one in September, the Iowa race is in October. Um, whether they want to participate in the race or volunteer at the race, uh, we're, we're, um, we're open to just getting people outside and, and, and getting people hanging out in the woods. So, uh, if you, there's a contact us link on, on our webpage or they can just email me as well. I'm a uh, cutthroat at Gmail. Uh, cause I, I believe in the, I believe in the species. So, um,
1: <laughs> That's tying. Yeah, that's tying I, your I, post to it right there, man. You're committed to that email now.
2: Yeah, I was an early adopter of Gmail, so. Um, <laughs> but we're also doing. We do some volunteer events, and that's mostly people that have participated in in races in the past. We're we've got a project where we're planting willows and um, rehabbing a stream that was overgrazed by cattle, and so we go spend the weekend plant willows and and then go explore the watershed. So that's also uh, up on our up on our website. So I'd encourage your listeners to just go poke around running rivers.org. And if they have questions, just hit the contact us and it'll link up directly with me. All right.
1: you All right, y'all. As always go check out the conservation section of our page. That's the wild slash conservation. You can scroll down, look for the running rivers logo or give them a search on the page. There you'll have links to, all the website, all the socials, everything we can for you to go check them out, get involved. Well, Andrew, thanks so much for taking the time and hopping on with me today.
2: Yeah, man. Thank you. Happy holidays.